Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And there's Lindor hitting one deep to right. His second of the day heads toward the wall. It's out of here. 30-30 for Francisco Lindor. Only the fourth Met ever to have a 30 home run, 30 steal season. Lindor hits his second of the game, his third of the doubleheader. Number 30 for Lindor to tie up the game. Well, congratulations to Francisco. What an accomplishment and a fantastic year. Daryl Strawberry, Howard Johnson three times, David Wright, and now Francisco Lindor, the Mets who have had 30 home run, 30 stolen base seasons. All right, we're back. So you heard it. You guys know about it. Francisco Lindor, 30-30, joins uh, Hojo, David Wright, and Strawberry in an exclusive Mets club. I remember when Hojo and Strawberry did it, what a big deal it was back in 1987, especially for Hojo who uh, was a switch hitter. When you look at, you know, it really validates putting Hojo in the Mets Hall of Fame. When you look at the history of 30-30, what a guy like Barry Bonds doing it five times, his dad doing it five times, Alfonso Soriano doing it four. Hojo's next on that list with three. And, you know, he very easily could have had a fourth if he had had a better, you know, maybe 80-88 campaign and maybe didn't fall off the, you know, 88-90. They were a little bit, they were good years for Hojo, but a little bit down be amazing. Hojo was one of those guys that is mentioned the same breath with some of these elite clubs that are uh, in play. But, um, you know, when I first saw and I, I looked at the numbers, you know, over the last few weeks as certain players were going for their their milestones and you look at like Acuna who's 40-40, right? So that's another level altogether. But you have Julio Rodriguez, Bobby Witt, Lindor, Acuna, all doing 30-30 or better seasons. And I said to myself, you know, I think when you look at what the new rules achieved, this was my first reaction, when you look at what the new rules achieved, pitch clock, tires the pitchers out a little bit, forces them to focus a little bit more on delivering the ball, less on the runner, the number of pickoffs being reduced to to two before the third, you have to either go over or get a bulk. I think that has much to do with the drop in time in game than anything because you can't throw over seven times. You can't come to the set and step off all these times. I think that that had something more to do than the pitch clock, I have to say. I really believe that. The bigger bases, all that stuff. 
And, you know, you guys all know what's been going on with the baseballs, ballparks getting shrunk, although that's changing a little bit with places like Baltimore and San Diego and even City Field over the years trying to actually make their ballparks bigger to make them more fair for the pitching. But when you look at the ball being messed around with and smaller ballparks and more teams and drive line and everybody throwing as hard as they can until their arm blows out. Nobody wants well, nobody wants to throw strikes. It's all about velocity. More walks than ever. Three, two counts more than ever, even with the pitch clock. It all leads into more offense. And I said to myself, well, this is just like what the NBA has done since the mid-90s, which is put the rules against the defender, put it put them in favor of the offensive player for entertainment value. In the NFL, I mean, you could you can't breathe on a receiver. Sometimes it's pass interference. So there's all these records of passing yards. I mean, Dan Marino probably would do double that amount. I mean, Dan, Dan Marino was putting up these pinball numbers when it was a defensive game back in the 80s. So when I, you know, that was what came to my mind. But when you start to look a little bit at what was achieved this year, I said, you know, maybe they changed the rules and they just had to supersede the analytics BS that started the trend of less stolen bases and less action and more deliberate baseball by basically legislating against it. I'll tell you what I mean by that. Analytics put cold, hard numbers in front of us. Uh, about a decade ago, a little bit more, but it became more mainstream about a decade ago where stolen bases were too risky. It was about launch angle and hitting home runs. Strikeouts didn't matter. Three, two counts to get the pitcher out of the game. Walks are, are good. Money ball, blah, 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 blah. And as teams, and we all know sports is a copycat league, as teams sort work for the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Rays with their success, Everybody started to copy it. And then the media got on board. And a lot of these guys that were part of the, you know, baseball prospectus and analytics revolution, all these Bill James disciples started getting jobs in front office and jobs in media. It almost became, well, you have to do this or else you're not part of our new, you know, it's about being part of a new club. It's about pushing the old club out, the old good old boy network out and putting a new one in. It's not, it's the same version. It's a different thing of the same version. So they diminished contact, they diminished stolen bases, they threw pace of play into the garbage. And let me tell you, they they basically, all the nuance that made baseball a fun game, they took it away and they harmed the product where one of their own, Theo Epstein, worked with the league to figure out how to undo the stuff that he took part in creating back when he took over the Red Sox in 2004. Mets fans, I want to take a quick break from talking baseball and let you know about the next top prospect in building a smart home. Eufy Video Smart Lock E330 is that big time new star prospect. The Eufy Video Smart Lock E330 is a smart lock, a 2K resolution camera, and a doorbell. It's three devices in one, triple the security. You know triples are rare in baseball, but not with Eufy. You can have everything in one device rather than install many pieces on your front door. It's not just for security, but also for convenience. Just the other night, I had tons of packages in the rain. Rather than fumble for my keys, I easily entered my home. This is big since I have four dogs who are impatiently waiting for me at the door. No more concerns about losing keys, and you could assign passwords to your family members. Worried about when your loved ones are getting home? Eufy allows you to see them coming back home via the integrated camera. Hey Mets fans, this is a home run. 
I had a competitive product before Eufy, and it's the difference between a one-dimensional hitter and a five-tool player. Eufy is that five-tool superstar. Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com to learn more. Already sold? Go to Amazon and get your Eufy Video Smart Lock E330 today. Want to go to the store? Best Buy will have it starting around May 20th. Get complete control over your front door at ease with the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330 today. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. So as I looked at that, then I said, well, let me see how many stolen bases were there this year in the entire league. This year, there were 3,400 stolen bases. That's as of this morning. I didn't count anything today. Now, when David Wright was 30-30 in 2007, how many stolen bases? About 500 less, a little over 2,900. Okay, that's different, but I'm not satisfied yet. And by the way, this is my old, my good old back-of-the-paper bag math. You're not seeing me sitting here with all spreadsheets and graphs and, and, and doing, you know, this statistical sample size that, you know, would make, you know, Bill James blush. That's not what's going on here at Talking Mets Podcast Headquarters. So back in 1987, when both Strawberry and 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 and, and Hojo got 30-30, and yeah, you had the Cardinals running like crazy, and the Expos did too back then, Tim Raines and whatnot. But there, let's look at the whole league. You had 35 over 3,500 stolen bases. Actually, more stolen bases in 1987, and a year where there was a ton of home runs. By the way, with a juice ball, some some have talked about back then. Then there are today. So you're really looking at it and saying. Well, if it was okay in 87, nobody was wringing their hands and there was no pitch clock and you could throw over as much as you want, why is there a big deal? And maybe those guys are right. So basically, when I start to see and I look at this and I say, okay, there have been, in the history of baseball, 40, uh, let's see, 69 30-30 plus seasons. And Willie Maitland, here's the crazy part when you look at it. You had Acuna, Witt, Rodriguez. You have four of them. Four of them this year. And when you start to look at the history of baseball, you know, Bonds and the Bonds' father-son, Soriano, they have, you know, with Hojo, you know, quarter of them 
are from like four guys. And now you have this year. I mean, there's been no other year. I mean, in 97, you had Mondesi, you had Bagwell. Uh, you never had like four in one season the way I look. You had Brandon Phillips, you had Jimmy Rollins, you had Dave Wright, maybe you had three. You've had some seasons with three, but this year stood out. This year stood out in a big way. And although I'd like to sit here and tell you, hey, the rules have something to do with it, and I want to diminish the 30-30, because somebody's going to say that. That's going to be talked about. Statistically, that's not true. Now, our home runs up. Even from 87, a home run year, home runs are up. You're probably looking at another 1,000 to 1,500 home runs from the heyday. You know, you go to the steroid era, I'd have to look at some of those 98, 99, McGuire, Sosa seasons. But, you know, home runs are up. They've had ebbs and flows. A lot of that is the baseball at some seasons. A lot of that now is that everybody, as they build themselves with strength and conditioning and with the way they swing, everybody swings the bat for a home run. That's why, really, no lead is is safe anymore, even in baseball. I mean, when you were up 5-2... Back in the day, I mean, how many people could jack a three-run home run on a team? Really not many. So if you were able to navigate a lineup, you didn't have to worry about the ball flying out. So you walk a batter here or there. It's still going to take a couple hits to get back in the game. No, the eight-hitter could jack a three-run home run. So the home runs, that's been going on for years. But now with the rules, the other things like the stolen bases are coming into play. Now the thing what you can take from this is that maybe as they take a step back, these front offices, and they see what happens, they can say, hey, we need to incorporate more of this into our game. There's still a ton of teams that weren't running a lot, that stole 50, 60 bases themselves, that didn't believe in it. I did not see the crazy... I I thought this was going to become carnival between the bigger bag and the stolen base and the guy not being able to throw over. I just kept saying, you know, this is going to become carnival. But I think a lot of times... Players still lack confidence. You still have catchers with strong arms. And, you know, personally, I think they could have done everything but the bigger base. The bigger bases bother me. I know they talk about safety and everything. I kind of think that was overrated. But, again, I'm not down on the field. You'd have to talk to somebody who's down there a little bit. Uh, I thought that, you know, they could have just done the pitch clock and everything else would have worked themselves out. But I was wrong. You know, the, the, the throwing over to the base, I think, had a lot to do with the shorter game. And look, all these things have to be put in. I'm sorry, because analytics and those that have subscribed to it always are looking for what's called market inefficiencies and how they can exploit gaps that the game presents to win. That's their job. They're not there, and this is unfortunate, to worry about the byproduct of what that does to the watchability and the nuance and the future of the game. They basically were destroying the game. What used to be, hey, the Yankees and Red Sox of four hours became everybody's four hours. Everybody's Yankees, Red Sox. And you can't have a sport like that. But I will say this. It doesn't diminish what Lindor did. It doesn't diminish what Acuna did. And I fully expect, unless he gets hurt, Acuna's probably going to pass Barry Bonds. And as far as we know, he's clean. And actually, when Bonds did it, it was probably pre-steroids because Bond's steroid years, he wasn't exactly running the bases. He was a blimp. Yeah, I've always said I thought Bonds was a better player, more complete player on both sides of the ball when he was with the Pirates in his early San Francisco years, but specifically with the Pirates because he was a gold glove fielder. He hit for power. He had speed. He was more complete till he became Andre the Giant with the baseball bat. So... Uh, I think Lindor deserves a ton of credit. 
I think anybody who says these stats are hollow or out of their minds. Lindor has proven himself. He is an elite glove. He is a very good, solid bat. You know, maybe he does it in a way where, you know, he's a little streaky at times. I know some people don't feel he's a leader. Uh, he's more of a leader by example. I think a lot of that stuff tends to get a little overblown. I think this is a guy that when you watch him play short this year, you saw the athleticism. This is the best Mets shortstop since Ray Ordonez. I would give Ordonez a tick above on the defense, but when you put everything together, not only is he the best shortstop in Mets history, but on terms of both sides of the ball, you could put him in the conversation as a talent in terms of talent right up there with Beltron. I've always said I thought Strawberry and Beltron on both sides of the ball, probably the cream of the crop positional wise in Mets history. You want to throw right in there? I think right defensively wasn't quite there. You know, Strawberry, there was other issues, effort, etc. Off the field, drugs, all that stuff, alcohol, that probably diminished some of what he could have accomplished on both sides of the ball. But Beltron, Strawberry, and I'll put Lindor right there. I'll put Lindor right there. And he's proved it this year. Proved it more than ever. And, you know, I am not going to be the one to sit here and say that the rules have watered down the offense. I do not think it's like the NBA. I do not think it's like the NFL. I think it's a situation where a necessary evil had to be implemented to save organizations from themselves because the data and the information and all the things that are now available that weren't in 1987 can't be ignored, so you have to legislate against them. That's just the way the world is. And I understand it now. I get it now. I see why Rob Manfred hired Theo Epstein. You had to hire Frankenstein to figure out how to kill Frankenstein, if that makes sense. So anyway, let's take a quick break. Final segment. We'll wrap up. Daniel Murphy was in the building. And I'll tell you what, we could learn a lot from Daniel Murphy. And I think David Stearns needs to take a hard lesson. And if you don't learn history, you don't read about history, you're destined to repeat it. And I think the Mets do not want to repeat Daniel Murphy again because I got to tell you, that was a big L on the organization. And I, who advocated for it, need to take a big L on that. So let's take a quick break. Wrap up. You're listening to the Talking Mets podcast. We'll be back with more right after this. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.